Welcome to Locally Sourced Joey, coming to you live from my kitchen, a remote podcast, always a good time, uh, joined by Robsy and Jess from the Why Are You Talking podcast, uh, recently debuted podcast, what, it's like a month old now? Yeah, we're yeah. coming out with episode four. Awesome. Not even 20 seconds in, and a plug already. I love it. Um, but yes, thank you. Thank you guys for, for you coming. You can find us at whyareyoutalkingpodcast.com. Excellent work. I like Thanks. the point, too, that people won't be able to people say. People saw that. They totally saw that. Um, and the reason we're, we're here in the kitchen, uh, as opposed to the, the normal stew, uh, is that Jess is making dinner, um, and I assume we'll all get to eat it, but maybe she'll just get greedy and, and do it for herself. Um, so what, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you're making. Okay, so I just finished the Whole30 diet, so I spent 30 days, no sugar, no junk, no gluten, no alcohol, uh, no soy. So what I'm making tonight is actually a, like a, a food hack of kind of the Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets, um. but it's going to be totally Whole30 compliant. I even made my own ketchup. Ooh. Yeah, and we're also going to be having some sweet potato fries. It sounds delightful. Really yeah. excited about it. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm extra excited because I just recently got uh, a new burner on my stove. The left front one was burnt out, which I learned after trying to boil water so for about half an hour, and I was like, "This <laughs> looks exactly as how uh, it was when I put it in the bowl." So we're we're going to test it out. Uh, it could be disastrous. Um, the last time I was served sweet potato fries, they had not been cooked, so. Uh, I'm sure this will be, yeah. We'll definitely be cooking these. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it was at a, um, well, I probably shouldn't name drop it, but it was at a Thanksgiving potluck. Um, oh. and <laughs> they, we weren't entirely sure what they were. And someone was like, are these sweet potatoes? And lo and behold, yes, they were. And they were uncooked. They were just raw blocks of sweet potatoes. Delicious and nutritious. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You can crunch it. It's like a Slim Jim, basically. But, but not meaty. Yes, but not meaty. <laughs> I was a little worried for a moment because I saw Jess putting chicken into a bag and I thought she was going to use the bag to like shake the chicken, but then she kept putting more and more chicken in there and suddenly the bag was full and the breadcrumbs were on the bottom and I was like, but how are you going to coat? My idea was a shake and bake situation, but my bag was far too small. <laughs> so I was on the right track actually. Yeah. Excellent. So it was about to happen. It was going to happen and bag. I changed my mind. Excellent. So now you're using a... A bowl. An actual bowl, yeah. yeah. And I'll post the recipes or yeah. somewhere so that people yeah, can Yeah, we'll get the recipes out here. Um, it, unless it's it's terrible, then we'll... Well, if it's well, terrible... Well, then we can still put it. We'll just assume it's user error. Yeah. It often happens when I'm, I'm trying to make stuff. I'm like, I followed this to a T, and it tastes like pure trash, which is wonderful. Teas are trash. I know Jess has this tendency where if she's not fully happy with what she made... It does not get served. That's true. I've come to many things where she said, well, we were going to have this, but we tried it and it was terrible, so no one's eating it. <laughs> I kind of like, I kind of would have liked yeah. to try just, just to see maybe, maybe I would have been okay with it. Different taste. I'm not yeah. as refined as she is. I'll keep that in mind next time. Yeah. I, I will gladly be your experiment <laughs> guinea pig to just try food on. Yeah. I had an entire bag of sour Skittles one time while watching Undercover Brother in the theaters and it scalded my tongue off, and I feel like that... But you uh, kept going. Oh, no, yeah, kept going. I mean, you don't realize it when you're doing it. I was also, like, 13, so. I thought you were going to try to use that as an argument to your, like, your refined palate. No, I think it's, I think it's damaged my palate, is what I'm saying. I was really going to question how that was going to... No. Work not, off some taste buds. Not well, yeah. Yeah, so... 
you, yeah, you could serve me. Probably raw sweet potatoes, and I enjoy it. So. <laughs> I'll but please don't. Mind. Please cook. No. Yeah. I have a feeling you'll be in, you'll be in good hands with this, yes. with this meal. <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to it. So no, no uh, sugar, and what was the other thing? That no you sugar, no booze, okay. no gluten, no nitrates, no processed foods, no soy. So pretty much it was difficult to eat anything. Yes. Um, you have to check every single label. So I mean, it's like no added sugar. So like fruit's okay. Okay. But like ketchup has a tremendous amount of sugar in it. You don't even realize it. So just things like that. That's true. I just watched, I'll give a plug, uh, the Fed Up documentary on yeah. Netflix. Um, and w- yeah, I was kind of shocked to learn how much sugar is in everything. Oh, yeah. It's and I, I'll, st- you know, I'll still put process things into my body, but hopefully <laughs> a little bit less since I've been watching it, which is wonderful. Well, that's just thing. Of, we're, we're so uneducated about what goes into all these things that we're putting yeah. into our face. We just... There's things that many of us assume are healthy that are absolutely not healthy, and we just roll with it. You know, I mean, some of these fast food restaurants are serving things that seem like they would be on the healthy menu, yeah. but I mean, McDonald's salads for a while there were just calorie ridden, and they, all the the cheese was crappy processed cheese. Well, and I think they had more calories in their salads yeah. than their burgers, which Jeez. always opt for the burger in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> always opt for the burger. <laughs> Yes. So compare day one to day 30. Was day one you were just like, this is awful, I can't do this? Or was were you, you, know, were you great I, from the get-go? I really did not have a hard time. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people that if I have a challenge, I just like plow through until it's over. Um, so it really wasn't difficult for me to um, you know, follow the diet. I, I took all the bad stuff out of the house that I couldn't have. So that really helped. And also I did it with my roommate, so that made it a lot easier just having another person there who was also kind of like, I really want a donut and I can't express why. Like, it's so painful that I want this donut. Um, but the, I guess the hardest part was really, like, not having alcohol. So, like, weekends. It really kind of, you know, cuts back on your social time, I think. Um, but I did, you know, I did find a new appreciation for kombucha. Oh, <laughs> That was what I was drinking instead of beer on Friday nights. So, I think it was a good uh, experiment and I felt really, had a lot of energy. Nice. So, yeah, I would do it again, not right now, but I might do it again, like, in June <laughs> after my okay. birthday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a big thing, is getting it out of the house. Um, there's an uncomfortable amount of chocolate that's in my room. I cleared the kitchen area. So I have already cook, identified but... at least three areas of chocolate items in Oh, it's home. real bad, yeah. And I've been I here for too. 15 minutes. Well, it's <laughs> when, you, when you date someone that works at an elementary school, like, they get... Like, this is from a student or a fellow teacher. Right. Just a jar of chocolate, which I've been pretty good at I've been eyeing that. it. I've, yeah. only, I've only gotten it once. Um, and <laughs> we were talking about this beforehand, is that you have not had a sweet treat since oh. your diet has ended up. Do not waste it on a, on a Reese's not, peanut butter cup. I feel like it's my <laughs> special flower that I'm, like, protecting. I have to find, like, the perfect sweet treat to, like, really break this. Do you have any ideas no of sugar. what the sweet treat's going to be? Um, there's a really fun donut place um, in Austin that has transplanted from New Orleans called Voodoo Donuts. And I've really been wanting to check them out. They have really cool... Um, toppings and stuff on their donuts. So, so you've not been there? I haven't been yet. Okay. Um, they kind of opened like right before the holidays, like right before I started mm-hmm. this. So I've just been like waiting and checking out their Instagram and drooling. They're pretty good. Yeah. I went once after a 10K. Perfect. 5K? That's the like best that. time yeah. to yeah. treat yourself. It was a very long <laughs> wait, but they were pretty delightful. And someone paid for them for me. So Yeah, well, that's even better. Even better. I think they're kind of pricey, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can do pretty well. They're pretty yeah. big, though. But worth it. Yeah. yeah. 
They've got some interesting names that I can't think of right now, so yeah. it's just going to sound like... <laughs> well, and Rob, you're about to start a challenge for yourself. Oh, you want to talk about it? So I am going to go alcohol-free for almost 30 days. Uh, it's going to be kind of a Lent-type situation, but I'm not religious, so I'm not really going that route. <laughs> Mainly, I have some fitness goals this year, and uh, I, I'm aware of the fact that the amount of times I drink have an ill effect on that. And in order to jumpstart, so I actually have a cycle plan. So for January, it was getting back to my normal routines mm -hmm. because during the last quarter of the year, I fell off the wagon. <laughs> I barely worked out just here and there. So it was, it was reestablishing those, I need to work out this many times a day. I need to make sure that I'm not hitting snooze five times and you know getting up just before it's time to start working. Sure. So that was what January was for. And then February, I'm going booze-free after the Super Bowl because of football. Because that, I think, will help me really kickstart into the... And kind of, I'm at a plateau, basically, right now. And I think that will help me overcome that plateau and really start working towards the goals that I have. Nice. And um, then the, the idea is that I'll actually be able to kind of maintain that throughout the rest of the year. And come summertime, I will be where I want to be. So we'll see how it goes, though, because I really like drinking, and <laughs> I think about being single is going out for drinks is the easiest way to do it, and, um, and we talk a lot about dating and relationships on the Why Are You Talking podcast, and there's always something about that that you know, comes up, like, yeah, we went out for drinks, or, you know, yeah. <laughs> met for drinks. You know, booze is, is in just, that booze and, and, and coffee are mm -hmm. the standard. If you were just to tell somebody, hey, let's go to a, a place and talk for three hours. <laughs> like, it, that doesn't make any sense, but you say, hey, let's go grab some drinks, and suddenly it, there, there's something to wrap that around. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it'll, it's going to be weird. I can already tell it's going to be weird. I'm going coffee dates, I guess. Um, I will, yeah. Kombucha I, I can't drink coffee in the evening, though. Kombucha. I will not sleep. Oh, kombucha dates. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Kombucha dates sounds some, like an some awful. Kale dates. <laughs> kale smoothie dates. Smoothies might be a good replacement. Yeah, yeah that'd be kind yeah. of fun. Snow cones during the middle of the weekend, like during the day. Mm, there you go. Yeah, that's one of my favorite dates. Barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue. Yeah, yeah, you can find other stuff to Get do. Get some brisket. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Nothing says let's make out like a face full of brisket. That's right. It's <laughs> tangy. That's for sure. <laughs> Rough. Yeah, I'll work it out. Um, I'll, I'll definitely be reporting on it when we record a podcast after after I'm done. Excellent. See yeah. how well I did. Austin is a very like alcohol centric city. It but is. There's so many other things to do, so it's just a matter of being creative. And I'm active. I like being outdoors, yeah. so I, I'm sure that I will find other things. But even with most of the outdoor activities here, they allow you to incorporate alcohol. Right. <laughs> you can go putt putt golfing. Exactly. <laughs> Six pack of beer. That's right. <laughs> Not sure how that helps the short game, but <laughs> it doesn't help my game at all. My game is never good to begin with. <laughs> now, one of the things I know you like because you uh, have invited both of us to many of these are these uh, themed five Ks. Um, so I'd love to know what what you've got on the docket this year as far as this because some of them have sounded fantastic, and for whatever reason. Yeah. We haven't been able to make it happen. Usually, because I'm on a time, you you end up doing. We've that, had a but, hard time putting putting together. Yeah, ones that work for. Me. I know we did the yeah. uh, ridiculous obstacle challenge. I want to do that again, day, and I was so sick that weekend, and I want to try it again when I was not, because it's it's not as much fun to get knocked into a, a pool by one of those like wipeout balls <laughs> right. um, when you're already kind of battling Wiped out. a cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. 
Yes. Good job, Jess. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I haven't seen any recently, but the last one I did was the mustache dash. And that one was really fun. It was super cold um, that day, but it was great. We got really cool medals that were also like bottle openers, so it was perfect. Oh, and the t-shirts awesome. were awesome. They had like mustaches on them, so we'll have to find some more. We always do the one in June where we get a margarita at the end and yeah. throw up. Ma Maggie's margarita <laughs> run. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll definitely do that. Uh, I'd like to do another one of the neon type dashes or I actually have not done any of the color runs yet I haven't either color color. I did it in San Diego I, I think I want to try to do one of those this year you get you get some powder in your ear for a while <laughs> oh no it's it was like a, a week later and I oh, was no. still pulling I was like white yeah I was like wiping my ears like, what is this why is it green like, aren't you getting ready for a marathon uh, I'm not. Oh, but you're not? That's news to me. Oh. It's actually <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, there is. I know there's the half marathon in Austin in a couple nice. of weeks. I mean, there's uh, a ton. couple of training for, but yeah, I... I'm not ready for that. I'd love to do another one, but I don't know. it's a lot easier to train for when you're unemployed, which is yeah. what happened the last time. Because you can go at like two in the afternoon. It's like, let me do my 12-mile right. run now. Cause right. Towards the end, I was using, I, oh God, what's his name? It's Hal something, I think. He's like... He's, honestly, he's probably dead now. But he was like, when I was running, he was like in his and if late. You're not sorry. Yeah, if you're not. I'm sorry, Hal. But your your marathon training is great. Um, but he was like in his 80s with. Uh, oh my god. When I was looking up his info, and I'm pretty sure that was pretty like a few years old already. So, um, but it was you know very like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday you'd run, and then Saturday would be your long run. Sunday was cardio. Like Monday and Friday was rest. And towards the end. You're talking like 20 mile runs on the Saturday, and like even Jesus. on Wednesday, it was like 13 or 14 miles. And I'm cashed out at five it was miles. My knees feel like they're gonna fall I'm off. I'm stuck at a 5K. Well, good luck. <laughs> at that point, I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> I don't know how to push past that. I guess part of it's probably your pace. I, I do run at a pace that most people, and I'm not saying I'm super fast, but most people, when I tell them I ran four miles at a seven and a half minute mm -hmm. pace, they're like, whoa, that's, you need to slow down yeah. and hurt yourself. Yeah. Uh, but I know there's a lot of people out there that run a lot faster than that. We all know Jake, and he runs ridiculously yeah. long and fast and just doesn't even understand it. He weighs 28 pounds. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that helps, yeah. I guess the weight just helps him along. But, I've, I mean, I was able to run, when I first moved to Austin back in 2012, I was running six to eight miles. Nice. And then I blew out my knee. And then since then, I have not been able to cap, I think, five, five and a half. At, at that point, my knees are just like, no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> you want to walk tomorrow. We're going to stop now. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough after running a marathon, the Quad Cities Marathon, which was a very fun uh, Illinois, Western Illinois, Eastern Iowa. Oh, yeah. You get to cross on um, this little government body of like an island. That's really cool. Yeah, and it, it, if you know, it wasn't mile like seventeen and eighteen. I probably would have appreciated it more. It's <laughs> like, over with. But what time of year was that? Uh, it was in September. I believe okay, so. It was actually really nice. It was like six cool degrees. Yeah, it was like yeah. nice and gentle. Um, but so, we know Illinois can get pretty ugly. Yeah, yeah, it can get real, real nasty. But it was yeah, it was really nice. Um, but I think the the two biggest things were. One, the pace, because there's people holding up the signs like, hey, I'm going to run like a you know, three and a half hour pace, like stick with me. So I was like, <laughs> I found a guy that was like, because I wanted to try and break four hours. So I was uh -huh. like, let me find the guy that's at like 350, 355. And like, I found him and I was running with him for a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? I can do better than this. And I started oh, no. running past him <laughs> and it all just fell apart from there. No. Then you realized why <laughs> yeah. he was going that pace. Yeah, then I realized why he was going that pace. Um, so, and then the other part was just afterwards. 
because um, the it took place probably about four hours from where I live in Chicago, and so this was right. The actual race was right after I had gotten a job in California, so I had flown back to run the marathon. Then I had to drive back four hours, fly back to LA oh. within twenty four hours. Wow, and the whole week I was just like leaning up to people, like <laughs> laying on their desk when I had to talk to them. And it what was, uh, what was your bad. finish time? Do you remember? Four hours and eleven minutes. Oh, so did not break the four hours. You were just there. I know. I was at three hours at the twenty mile mark, like exactly three hours when I stepped. I'm like, I got this six miles in an hour. That's easy. No. It's not easy by that point. It was, it was great. And it was real tempting, too, because to, it, like, circled back at the end. So you're, like, on mile 19, and you see people coming the other way on mile 23. Yeah. It's real tempting to just kind of, like, hop over. Jump but over. I know I would have hated myself if I had done that. So. Yeah, you're only cheating yourself at that point. Yeah. I know. If you're going to do it, you might as well. Do you have one of those stickers in your car? I do not. No. Those people are the worst. And Franksy, of course, making her appearance, barking at nothing. Like are you famous about me? <laughs> She's pretty famous. She does like to ruin podcasts. Sarah's cat <laughs> has made a couple in. appearances on our yes, podcast. Yes, yes, I've, so yeah. I've heard the noise, which is, I guess, uh, it's a nice segue into, into recording a podcast. Um, <laughs> having <laughs> excellent work. Good job. Plan it completely. <laughs> well, I think, I, think uh, I mean, we both have a pet influence within the podcast in that we have a pet that'll come you know, hop into the conversation <laughs> while you're recording. Um, Franksy's very good when I don't have people on location. Like, if mm-hmm. they're calling in via Skype or their phone or whatever, she'll just go under the covers on the bed and just basically not move until <laughs> I'm done, which is wonderful. But if there's people, she's running around. I mean, she's been climbing up on both of you this whole time, yeah. <laughs> um, which I'm sure is very welcome. Um, but and, and you have a cat. Is the cat a little better behaved? Well, well, we usually record at uh, Jess and Sarah's house, and uh, Jess has a dog. I do, but, but I put her in my room, and, and she doesn't make noise. Yeah, she stays quiet. But Jess is, or Sarah's cat is, is a ninja, basically, <laughs> and somehow has multiple times managed to somehow get out of a closed-door room. We cannot figure out how she, she's getting out. She jimmies, like her nails, under the door and like lifts it and pushes. Wow. It's really weird. Ninja. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but then she'll come out and all of a sudden you just hear... Yeah. There she is. She's got a lot to say. Oh, yeah. She's very opinionated. <laughs> we should recall it. Uh, why is Lucy talking? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, we kind of leave it in. I think it... You know, things like that add a little bit of a, of a, of a real element to it. Yeah. You know? I mean, sure, it would be great to have something that's super polished and sounds 100% professional, like we were in a sound studio. But I think there's also something to be said about having it sound like you're just having a conversation with people around a table. Exactly. You know, which is pretty, pretty much what we're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, when we started talking about starting the podcast, we kind of... We all agreed, like, the reason we listen to a lot of the podcasts we listen to is because those people feel like friends. Like, mm. it feels like you have somebody that you're part of the conversation, you feel like you know them. And so we really wanted to create kind of that feeling of, like, just hanging out with some friends and, like, talking. So that's why we wanted to do it. Heck yeah. We all bring our own opinions to it. We all, we all uh, earlier in the week, we decide on a topic that each of us is going to talk about, and we dedicate about a third of the time to just going into that topic and really breaking into it and figuring out everybody's different opinions on it. and um, We haven't gotten into any arguments yet, but I have a feeling maybe it'll happen one of these days. Ooh, we should make that a goal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's something you probably disagree on. Why are you fighting? 
pod goals. <laughs> we'll look forward to that when yeah. everyone is just exploding at each other. What do you What do you think the topic? Like, what's one of your more controversial topics for each of you that you would? It's a good question. We actually see eye to eye on a lot of things. Yeah. Or you just have to fake an opinion. I I bet yeah. if we tried to like have like a political debate, it would get a little heated. But I don't see us like arguing. Yeah. Not gonna be coming to blows and no. <laughs> tables everywhere. That would be kind of fun though, but no, I don't I don't see that happening. I don't know. Yeah, that is actually a really good question. I mean that's the thing about having this kind of thing. Game of Thrones. I bet we could get into an argument about Game of Thrones. I heard I don't I don't watch Game of Thrones at all. Well um, you need to get caught. But one of our clients at work speaks uh or not speaks, he's on a first name basis with one of the actors. Oh really? Um, and Gave us a, a spoiler for the upcoming really? season, but so we won't not going to share it now. for your audience, no. but no. you can feel free to go ahead and spoil it with spoil us it afterwards. afterwards. <laughs> I'll whisper it. Everyone all about dies. having yeah. secret knowledge. Well, you need to get Excellent. caught up, Joy, because I and Rob, we started having epic Game of Thrones parties. So I started this thing called the Khaleesi Feast, <laughs> and basically we all come together, we pick a theme for that week. And we all make, like, really epic foods. Like, one year, uh, or, like, I think the premiere last year, we made, like, a whole, was it a duck? Mm-hmm. We made a duck, and, like, we just had all these oh, amazing that duck foods. That was incredible. Yeah, it's just become this, like, really gluttonous, amazing thing. And, and I made a ridiculous yeah. margarita oh, one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, where I made my own simple syrup with habanero. Oh, it was so good. So I had, like, a, a little bit of a kick to it. Yeah, we just, we, we yeah, we, we get on Pinterest, we create a little... Uh, board based around the ideas that we have, and we just and they bought me for my was it my birthday. Thanks. So. I think they bought me a book, a game of feasts. Yeah. And it's all these just epic recipes, and some of those are going to make it into the definitely. <laughs> but we're planning a pretty big premiere party, so yeah. If you so, feel like I mean, I'm still I'm still down totally to cool. just watch. You can still just not, watch yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not, there's just so many shows that it's a good time. It's tough to watch. It's, it's true. Tough to watch all of those, but. This is what we really got into. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. There, there was a lot of feelings the last end of the last season. Oh man, <laughs> well, a few episodes actually. It's yeah. one in season six now. Is that what it is? Five, five or six? Five six. Yeah, I'm, I think it's five. It was two thousand. Uh, it was two thousand twelve because it had. I started season one, and then I moved to Austin, and I didn't have cable anymore. So then oh. I I stopped watching. And I had to catch back up later. So yeah, it's. I think season five. Yeah, I think so, too. Yes, that's kind of what I, my situation was. I didn't have, I didn't have HBO, um, so I was like, there's no way to watch that. But thanks to my apartment complex's forced uh, cable and valet service, uh, trash valet, I'm sorry, <laughs> oh. um, which is real great. There's a, there's a trash bin maybe yeah. like a thousand feet from here, but I still have to pay money to let people take my trash out, so that's cool. <laughs> um, so nice of them. But uh, Interesting. they, uh, they have a deal with Time Warner, so we have mandatory Time Warner cable, but it comes with an HBO package, so. That's exciting. I caught up on Veep, which was very good, I have which is a wonderful I really like show. Veep. Yes. Yeah, it's you funny. You should watch. That really I'm researched her career, too. I mean, oh, yeah. She was doing some stuff, but that really, like, brought the, uh, the New Adventures of Old Christine. That was, that was the first, like, post-Seinfeld success for any of them. But. I never watched that one, but Veep is really funny because yeah. they're just filthy, horrible people. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's my favorite kind of people. So it's kind so. of like House of Cards, but funny, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, House of Cards is funny, but it's just a little bit more funny. It's dark. Yeah, it's super dark. <laughs> <laughs> and Veep's got uh, Anna Klomsky from My yes. Girl. She's so oh, great. Wow. Yeah, which is... <laughs> that's a throwback. It is a throwback, which is very nice. Always exciting. Um, 
but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just finished watching Master of None, so I guess I, I like that. Did you yeah. like it? It's it took a couple episodes to kind of get it. into it, but yeah. I think, I mean, it works so well for our generation. It speaks to a lot of the things that, that we understand and we've going through uh and, and for me especially as a single guy in my 30s mm-hmm. like it was perfect for me as <laughs> an aspiring actor like, in yes. new york it was great <laughs> except for uh, sorry an aspiring actor does not live in the kind of place that he lives in in new york i'm sorry oh yeah <laughs> no he had a really nice spacious apartment yeah and he was doing commercials here and there <laughs> no hey, you can make some good money from commercials you yeah. can I... but he did like two in the course oh, yeah. of the entire series well he's got that one that he's just getting residuals from yeah that, I guess the gogurt <laughs> 10 years ago and the checks just keep rolling in gogurt checks yeah. <laughs> oh wow still a popular How's, how's the acting going? Have you been doing anything lately? I have not. I've gotten into too many uh, just work and side projects. I really do want to get back to it, and I'm hoping to start doing some more video as kind of a segue back into that. Uh, I might even actually hit you guys up later this year for another video project. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. Like we've done before uh, through work. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be pretty fun. Hopefully. Oh, yes. <laughs> great times. Yeah. But... Yeah, I miss I miss acting a lot actually. It's it's been since two thousand fourteen, I think, when it's I was in movie. Othello. Oh, the Othello. Yeah, well, that was stage. Othello was stage, and then uh, I yeah I did a, a a little bit of a zombie movie after that. <laughs> but yeah, it, the thing is, is with when, when you do. Um, Oh, you're boiling. Um, when you think it's falling apart in the kitchen, by the way. <laughs> when you do, especially independent films, they need a lot of your time. And so you need to be able to dedicate three or four days of 14, 15 hour mm-hmm. shoots. And I just can't swing that. You know, I, I, yeah. I would have to take vacation time, but I, with the amount of work that I'm putting in right now, I would prefer a real vacation, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go somewhere with beaches or... You know, culture, yeah. artifacts, but <laughs> not it's, to a set. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, sets are cool, but and then then with theater, you have to dedicate yourself to it for you know six to eight to nine yeah. to ten weeks. So it's it's a struggle to get back to it, but I, I'm hoping to eventually. Yes, I was in a zombie film as well. Yeah, um, for one of my, I mean, it was like a ten minute high school film, but <laughs> I remember I got like crazy zombie paint put on me. And uh, I was cha- like my my part was that I was like lurching down the side of the road, and the main character was driving, and he like gets out. He's like, "Are you okay?" and everything. And then I chase him down into some lawn and like murder him, um, or whatever zombies do. I don't know. Eat them. Um, and uh, I remember we were, of course, we just did this on some random lawn. Like he just happened to fall like into the front lawn of some random person's house, <laughs> and so I'm like out there like starting to like you know destroy him and. The woman who lived there came out. She's like, uh, what are you boys doing out here? We're like, oh, we're just shooting a zombie movie. It's okay. And she's like, oh, because, you know, you were just rolling around in my grass, so I wanted to, to check that you were okay. And we're like, yeah, 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 it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're cool. We're cool about it. Kind of would have been funny if you would have actually had the camera a little bit more incognito, mm-hmm. just to see how she really reacted to that situation. Yeah, she came out. She's like, um, Someone's being please, yeah. on. I had a weird like situation. A I, I stopped at um, the grocery store before we came over here so I can get the stuff to make the chicken. And this woman walked up to me and she said, do you know why the lights just went off? And I said, no, I didn't notice that. She was like, I thought maybe it was a zombie apocalypse. And she just walked away. 
okay. Wow. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if she was on She's a funny yeah. camera prank show. Or something I don't know. Like she thought I had answers, though. <laughs> you look like a woman with answers. Yes. Jess. I am. <laughs> it's the turtleneck. The turtleneck makes you look like. It makes you look like Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you have a vision. I do. I did not think that, but now I cannot think anything else. <laughs> That sounds very much, this is going to be like the fourth episode in a row where I drop this, but Impractical Jokers, which is a wonderful show on True TV, that sounds like something they do in that at oh, the really? grocery store. Well, they'll just like, like, you know, they'll tell someone a secret or something in the grocery store and it's like what the other three pranksters tell them. We might have to watch an episode after this. I think I've seen some on, on YouTube. It's really, like, online. it cracks me up so much, but like, just like the random, like the random reactions of some people, like some people aren't phased. At all. Like, there's one where they were in a tailor. Um, they were pretending to be tailors. And they're like, act like you're putting a sheath on this guy's suit. Like, he's going to have a sword coming out of it. And he says, he's like, so, like, the sheath's going to be on the left side? And the guy's like, yeah, 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 right there. He's like, and you want to, like, is it a broadsword? Like, you know, how long is it? And the guy's like, oh, maybe down to the knee or something. And, like, at the end, he was like, so just to clarify, you're going to have a sword on your left side of this suit. And you can pull it out because there'll be a sheath there. And the guy was like, yeah, that sounds great. It's just like... Is he just that unaware of Taylor terms? He thinks that's I think like some, some people are just so unable to deal with these these type of situations mm. that they just go into agreeable mode. Exactly. They they just they they don't know what to say, so they just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that in conversations. Like someone will start talking about a car or something. Like you know this like Honda Civic, and I was like, oh yeah, it's Absolutely. a great great ride, great ride. It's like how I feel when people talk about sports around me. Exactly, which is a great segue <laughs> into sports. Super Bowl coming yes. up. Yes. I'll go cook. Excellent. Jess will go. This will be right before this. This will come out right before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? Okay. All right. Yes. Um, it'll be a pre-Super Bowl extravaganza. Uh, wait, we can keep Jess included in this. Um, some of my, like, one of my favorite Super Bowl things are some of the prop bets, um, that come out on the side that are, like, often unrelated to the game. Uh. Sometimes related to the game, like, the, you know, the, uh, jersey number of the first person to score a touchdown. It's, like, over under gotcha. this number. Because um, people can bet on anything. Exactly. Or, like, how many times dab or dabbing is referenced to for Cam Newton's dances. Uh, how many times Peyton Manning says Omaha. What <laughs> the first commercial is going to be. Like, what genre. Right. Um, I, I like the uh, what color Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach. Ooh. I'm going yellow this year. Um, it'll probably be wrong. It's probably going to be blue or orange. Showing some of your quarters down on this? Yes. <laughs> we'll drop a couple quarters. I won a dollar one year on a prop bet with my friend, and that was... I won the whole Super Bowl bet one year, and I was just, like, guessing. We had, like, a, a big party for work that we all worked at. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I won. Everybody's so mad. Because I was like, I don't know this. <laughs> so they like, did I think, the yeah. research and they I think I remember that. Yeah. I mean, it's how I feel with March Madness every year. I'm like, I've been watching college basketball. I, you know, did research. Well, not right. I didn't really do research. It's more, watching, more just gut feeling sometimes. You're like, this watching team your posts about fantasy football. Oh yeah, just crack me up. Actually, it's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> so you, this was your this was your first year playing fantasy football. It was my last year playing fantasy football. Yeah, I have an Outlook reminder every month to say you're not playing fantasy football this year. So I'll, re <laughs> I'll remember in August. Um, and I think, I mean, I think, too, the last couple of years I've been playing, it's generally, I don't know everyone mm -hmm. in the group. And I think that adds to it. It's like, you know, if you, like, I'm not going to trash talk to someone I don't actually know. Right? <laughs> it just makes me seem like a huge jerk. Um, whereas if it's, you know, a group of people you've known for a while, you can at least kind of be like, 
Oh, you took a kicker that early? Ha ha ha. As you do. So how yeah, so how was your, your first first year of playing fantasy football? I basically did it only because they needed somebody. And I have been adamantly against playing fantasy football because I know I previously just didn't pay that much attention to football. Mm. I enjoy it. I like watching it, but I didn't focus on who was playing who this week and what their stats were, whether this guy was the better, blah, blah, blah. So I just, I, was, I never really cared. Sure. But they needed an extra person. I was like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll play. I totally got hooked. <laughs> I fell all in. I started watching football every weekend. I was checking things on Saturday to make sure I was well set up for Sunday, Monday. Uh, I was making last minute substitutions, nice. you know. And I made it all the way to the finals. Nice. I, I was, um, I think I was 10 or 11 and 4. How many games are there? Nice. Well, I I think. Some 13 to 15, somewhere in there. 15, well, so you get, uh, sometimes. Oh, yeah, so I think I was 11 and 4. Um, and, I mean, I going into it this year, I didn't really know much. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I'm a lot more well-equipped for next year. But I was just making guesses. Like, I got lucky on Devonta Freeman, and he killed for me almost the entire season until his concussion. And... You know, there was a couple of people I knew I was going to try to get, like Antonio Brown mm-hmm. or um, Aaron Rodgers. And so those were things like, I was like, I know this guy's name. Sure. <laughs> uh, I did hate having Antonio Brown and love having Antonio Brown because I am admittedly, sadly, a Browns fan. Ugh. So it could be an interesting year for us this year. Things are happening. Sure, you're getting rid of Manziel, so that's good. I'm, I'm so, I was actually really excited to see that, alluding to. Yeah. But it sounds like we got a, a good head coach with, you know, good ideas, and they're starting to really make some, some structural possibilities. So I've got my Browns shirt ready for next year. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Antonio Brown has the best smile in the NFL, according to Bob Costas. Really? Which he said after a game. It is a very nice smile. If you, uh, we can put a link to it somewhere. Um, Were you but, watching when he decided to just run straight into the goalpost yes, and wrap himself yes, around? That it? was wonderful. I like that he grabbed uh, the security guard, the lady's right. hair. He, like, accidentally grabbed it while he was, like, Catching the pole, and she's just like, "What is happening right now? Why is her it was hands like something right hair? out of a Looney Tunes cartoon?" <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone briefly was like, "What is he doing?" Like every Steelers fan, but it's like uh, you mentioned Devontae Freeman. I went to the Cowboys game when they played the Falcons, and uh, Dallas started off ahead in that game. Then Atlanta came back, and there was a guy maybe like ten rows behind us who would come down, and anytime the Falcons scored. He was obviously an Atlanta fan, but he'd just come and just look at everyone and be like, ah! Ah! And just, like, perch himself like he was this crazy hawk. Drugs are bad. And it was wonderful. I don't think he was on drugs. I think he was just, I think he, it was just his form of trash talking, which is great. He said he liked my shirt, which was a, an old school, uh, bull shirt that looked like an NBA Jam character, nice. kind of, so it was wrong sport and the wrong team. So, hey, uh, that's all that matters. Exactly, but I got the thumbs up from him. He said PlayStation. I said, no, Nintendo. <laughs> You know, it's just a generic, like, old video game graphic. It could be anything. Right. It's real. Well, NBA real Jam was... I, I don't really get into basketball at all, but mm. I love me some NBA Jam. Oh, it's wonderful. On the Sega Genesis. Back in the day. Genesis. Nice. That was how I rocked it. Nice. I think I had computer with how it started for me, and then I had it on Super Nintendo eventually. But wow. I remember and... the uh, hot spots was always my favorite part, because you could, like... Hit an eight pointer. I'm like, oh, I'm down nine. No big deal. Let me just tie it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of miss having those absurd sports games because there was a lot of them when we were younger. Yeah, 
And even into when I was, you know, in my late teens, early 20s, they still had things like NHL hits. Exactly. And that game was so much fun. You could put people through the glass and you could just... Play these, on a pirate ship? Yeah, great, yeah. All these ridiculous up, upgrades and, and cheat codes you could put in. And, you know, that made it fun for me. I didn't... I liked Madden before it got too technical. Now, it's just there's so much involved in playing football on a Madden game. Mm-hmm. I just... I can't even. <laughs> yeah, and Madden... So Madden's had a monopoly for like 11 years now, I think, yeah. and they, I, I'll look every year, I'm like, okay, what are like the new features this year? This year, they were saying how you could kind of be like an owner and, you know, set the concession prices and like ticket prices wow. and everything. I was like, this was a feature in Madden 06. This is 10 years old and you're saying it's a new thing. <laughs> you suck EA Sports. What's old is new I again. Hate you. And one year they were saying how, like, the realism of the blades of grass. That was, like, an actual feature on the box. And I was like, they have officially reached the bottom of the barrel. There's nothing else they can come up with that's new. Choose from five different types of grass, including artificial. Because when I'm playing Madden football, I'm really paying attention to what that grass looks like. Yeah, I always loved the, uh, when you played as the Oakland Raiders, because they, they might still do it, but at least they used to play on the same field that athletics played on, so you'd have, like, half of a baseball field. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And I'm just like, that's going to suck as a player. like running on grass and your next step's on dirt and you just... <laughs> I assume you slip everywhere, though. Maybe your cleats actually help, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's seen a lot, though. Yeah, it is not. It's not enjoyable. And the Rams are moving... Uh, yes, the Rams are moving to Los Louis. Angeles. I played basketball with uh, Nick Foles the other day. He's the Rams' starting quarterback. Um, How'd that happen? Uh, Andy. Andy really? Moore getting a shout-out. Andy Moore, move! Um, and uh, Nick Foles, I, I believe, went to Westlake High School wow. or whatever the, whatever the high school world. is. Yeah, I should know this better. But he's also very good <laughs> at basketball in addition to being a starting NFL quarterback. But he, I, he had said that the um, St. Louis kind of had already turned on them just because oh, the sure. owners, like at the beginning of the season, were insinuating they were going to leave. So it was a rough season. So hopefully he likes living out in L.A. better than I do or did. I think it would be hard playing any sport against a person who's a professional sports player because I would be so afraid to be the one responsible for accidentally making them twist their ankle exactly, or something. Exactly, yeah. You know, Foles is out for the season because he broke his ankle playing basketball yeah. against Joey Held. Yeah. Like, Which, what? Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely hacked him on a play and like, got him on the arm and I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Fortunately, it was his left arm so I was like, if, if it's hurt, like, he can still throw, that's fine. But nah, He just can't stiff arm because he can't extend yeah. his arm now for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I always feel like if I was an athlete, like you read about these. Oh, is this ready? We can just stop. Is the food sentence. ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Food is ready. So are we eating this live on the podcast? I don't know. Do you want to? You don't have to, but you could try it. That means that means we'll take live yeah. Reactions. We'll take a taste for the let's live reaction, but let's not have our entire entire meal because that'll, <laughs> that'll be real rough. <laughs> we do have to get your top three in though, um, which we're gonna we're gonna see how your uh, cohabitating skills. That makes it sound like you're living together. Like what? your co, you're agreeing <laughs> on things. We're gonna put that to the test. So your top three, <laughs> your top three. Other podcasts besides Locally Sourced Joey and Why You're Talking Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Robsy, you give me one. Jess, you give me one. And then you have to agree on one oh, wow. as your third. My top favorite podcast is Stuff You Should Know um, from the um, How Stuff Works Network. Uh, one. I am in love with the Dinner Party Download. From Actually, that's probably the one we agree that's on. That's the one we agree on. Yeah, that's the one we agree on. Also, I am a marketing nerd, 
And aside from the podcast that my company has, Marketing Smarts, uh, I would have to say that um, my friend Mark Schaefer and uh, Tom Webster do a, a marketing podcast called The Marketing Companion. And they always start with like a really funny story that doesn't necessarily have to do with marketing. Sometimes it's just made up. Like they, they had a whole segment where they're talking about they were inventing Google Pants. Okay. And so, like, they would start with something kind of ridiculous, but then really dive into some interesting marketing topics. And it's like a bi-weekly podcast that I really love. Very nice. So, very nice. Yeah. I'll give them a shout-out. So, yes. Check all of these out. So, The Marketing Companion, The Dinner Party Download, and... Stuff You Should Know. Stuff You Should Know. Stuff You Should Know. That's our three. Excellent. I just listened to uh, Comedy Bang Bang for the first time. Uh, a couple days ago, because now that Weird Al is the the co-host, someone oh, sent really? me a link. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, it got. I didn't. I don't know if this is just the one I listened to, but it, it kind of got real dark. Um, where <laughs> they because I guess they have like fake guests come on all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and there was one. It was like a nine year old child actress named Dimples, and <laughs> she just she laughed at the end of every sentence. Like she's like, "Oh, I'm just an actress." Huh? And it was, so annoying, but as it went on, wow. I was like expecting it at the end. I'm like, come on, devils, give me the laugh. Um, but it just, I won't, I won't spoil it for anyone, but some other people come in and there's a, there's a death on the episode. It's real. Wow. Not of dimples though. She's still, she still survives. So I guess I did Spoiler kind of spoil alert. her. Nah, not really. <laughs> I feel like you'd expect her to, to make it. No, I would expect her to die actually. I mean, that um, would have really been the dark. That would have been, that is true. Um, Who has the last laugh now, dimples? <laughs> That's eerily <laughs> good. Obviously, has starred as a murderer before. In I have actually. Have I, have I been a murderer? In real life. In real life. I'm trying to think if I've been the murderer in. Oh yeah, I was murderer at my boss's murder mystery dinner party. Oh nice. Oh, you were? Yes. So was nice. it like 1920s? Did you all get to it talk was, like? It was the 1940s. Okay. It was, it was uh, noir. Excellent. And I, my character that I had to play, killed my gay ex-lover because he was going to go public and it would have ruined my career. Typical. <laughs> what was your career? Newspaper man? Actor. Actor. Yeah. Nice. I was like the big name. Oh, a gay actor. actor. How surprising. <laughs> well, 1940s though would have That's been true. very taboo. So we had, we had a lot of fun with it. That was very cool. Nice. How many people were in the murder? Oh man, there was probably, I'd say 30 or more people at wow. this. I mean, it was a and lot. they were all like people. characters? Everybody right? was in wow. character. My boss went to some serious lengths. <laughs> it was impressive. Yeah. I went to one murder mystery. I think it was, maybe it was eight people. It was either six or eight people. Excellent. So we're trying this. Moment of truth we'll time. one bite. So what is this other sauce? So, so we have homemade ketchup. I made homemade ketchup, and then that's also like my special sauce that I make oh. with, um... <laughs> yeah, with poison. With poison. No, it's got Excellent. homemade ketchup, um, avocado mayo, and some pickles in it. Wow. Well, see, it's dug so, in. Yeah. I'm going straight in. Put some sauce. She said avocado, and I was like, yes. <laughs> you had me at avocado. Avocado mayo. Just like to cut this in half. Oh, man. So the fries could have stayed in longer to be a little crispier, but... The so just special sauce is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Staying yeah, in theme. Let's, let's try the special sauce. What do you think? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... There you have it. We'll stop chewing on air. <laughs> but the recipe gets a thumbs up. We'll throw a link in it. In, a, in, in it. Yeah. We'll throw a link in the description <laughs> the of this. Yeah, I'm eating. It's hard to focus. Healthy <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
pretty good. So. Well, yes. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you for having where us. Can, where yeah. can people find you on the, on the interwebs? Well, you can find me at RobZ underscore, because some jerk-off squatter has RobZ. So it's R-O-B-Z-I-E underscore. Uh, and you can also find us at the Why Are You Talking podcast at whyareyoutalkingpodcast.com. We're also on SoundCloud, SoundCloud forward slash W-A-Y-T podcast, because our name was too long. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at JessCP. Excellent. Looking lots forward of delicious to food pictures Lots there. of delicious yep. food pictures. <laughs> never, which is a rarity on Instagram. It's yeah. wonderful. You can never wonderful find things. them. I mean, most of my pictures are not delicious looking. Very, <laughs> very sad, dark lighting. It's real wonderful. And, of course, you can find Locally Sourced Joey on Podbean and iTunes at Joseph Currency on Twitter and Instagram. Follow, love, share, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember... I just got a new thesaurus. It's really terrible. Also, it's terrible. Get after it today, people.